Hello, my truth-seeking mates. Thank you for listening to my podcast, Truthfully Thinking. This is your host, Julissa Mena. And this is a podcast where theology, apologetics, and a thinking lifestyle merge. And hopefully it's your thinking lifestyle um, where theology and apologetics are merging. Um, And I'm just very, very grateful to be here again. It's week nine. And yes, I realize I didn't actually put anything out for week nine, but I'm going to post this late for week nine and um, catch up on the topics that I am trying to cover through this podcast and hopefully continue covering. Um, To be quite honest, the only reason why I'm late is because I spent a lot of time this week trying to get my life together (laughs) as far as um, creating some healthy habits and uh, catching up on homework, um, getting my master's in, in education and a few other things that I needed to get strained out before I continue with the um, thousands of things that I have scheduled in my calendar. If you were to see my my calendar, you would probably think it's like Candyland or something because everything's color coded. And when you open my calendar, there's like a thousand things in there all different colors because every color means something different. But anyway, I just went on a total rant there that was not on purpose. Um, But today I want to talk about a statement that is said a lot and that is now kind of accepted as socially acceptable, I would say. And it's not even thought through, I don't think. I think people kind of just accept it because everybody else does, but nobody... Anyone who actually accepts this phrase as true hasn't actually thought through the phrase, I don't think. Um, Because I think that if you walk them through it, um, they can probably grasp the big, huge problem with this statement. And the statement I'm talking about is saying that all religions lead to heaven or saying that all religions are true or saying that all religions are the same. And of course, the um, kind of what the excuse, I guess I can say, for saying this phrase is that people believe that all religions are fundamentally the same. And the problem is that if you were to actually look into every religion, fundamentally, uh, religions are very, very different. And they do have some similarities, some similar truths among all of them. You'll find at least, um, you know, at least one similarity among all of them. And and that would be quite, uh, I guess, expected because they're all religions. Um, But that does not mean that they, that makes them all true, all the same, and that they all lead to heaven or to some kind of uh, afterlife paradise. Um, so I wanted to just, um, chime in again. I like to keep things very basic, very simple. I don't want to complicate the things that I'm covering in this podcast. I feel like my purpose for this pod for this podcast is to just kind of make apologetics, um, theology and this thinking lifestyle as simple as possible so that people can see that it does not take a brainiac or a genius or a rocket scientist to actually be able to do all three of these things, understand theology, understand apologetics, and to 
um, make thinking a lifestyle, thinking through all the ideas that we believe. So I want to start first by saying that um, the idea that all religions are true is this, like I said, socially accepted phrase, but rarely ever thought through. And I'll start by saying, first of all, that religions are usually divided between the way they view God. So you have the religions that view God as some kind of impersonal being. I can't even call it a being because it's not even a being. It's some kind of impersonal energy um, would be the word. So they believe that God is some kind of energy, that everything is God, everything around you is God. Um, um, if you <laughs> if you watch anime, um, you know, it would be that that chakra inside of you. Um, um, so that chakra inside of you would be considered God, you know, so it's like this energy. And then you have the religions where they believe God is a personal being. He is an intellectual being who reasons. And um, those two things are already quite opposite from each other. So um, I'm not going to get into any of the religions that consider God to be an impersonal energy. Um, but I do want to concentrate on the religions that claim that God is a personal being. Um, and the three major religions that you'll have um, that include um, describing their God as an imper- as a personal, I'm sorry, being who is intellectual and who reasons um, would be Christianity, Islam, and um, Juda- Judaism. Uh, Juda- Judaism? There goes a word where I am not, probably not pronouncing correctly because I get confused on how it's supposed to be pronounced. That's one of the words where I'm, I don't know if it's Judaism, which is how I am, I'm inclined to pronounce or Judaism. Um, but anyway, um, the, you know what I'm talking about, Jewish, the Jewish religion. Um, so the first, let's start by comparing it just to Christianity. So you'll, you'll realize how, how fundamentally different these religions are by asking one simple question. And you're, you'll probably after this podcast realize other details that you could pinpoint that would um, very much separate these religions and make them quite, quite different. Um, so uh, the first detail that should be pointed out when comparing any religion to Christianity is that that foundation of Christianity is founded on the person of Jesus. And that is, of course, founded on the specific event that Jesus resurrected. Now, what that implies, us believing that this event happened, that Jesus resurrected, implies that we recognize Jesus as being fully God and fully men. Okay, so I'd like you to think about this for a minute, okay? If I say that Jesus is fully God and fully men, okay, I'm not even going to get into the details on how that's 
even possible, but more of how if you can if you contradict that statement, automatically you are saying the complete opposite of what Christianity um, claims to be true. And thus you your religion would have to be completely opposite to Christianity and in no way exactly the same to it. So just by asking the simple question of who is or was, if you don't believe that he's still alive, um, but who is Jesus? Just by making that simple question. um, Now, this, of course, wouldn't even be a question with all the other religions um, that claim God to be some impersonal energy or, or chakra or something of that sort. Um, because Jesus is not an important figure in any of those. Um, so that would already make those religions, uh, very, very foundationally different from Christianity, because again, the foundation of Christianity is founded on the person of Jesus being recognized as fully God and fully men, because we believe he resurrected and only a God Uh, someone who is fully God would be able to do something like that. So um, with that being said, the only other religions that we would be left with comparing um, uh, to Christianity would be um, Judaism. (laughs) I'm going to struggle with that word the whole time. Um, Judaism and Islam, right? So if if those two other religions also claim that God is a personal being, an intellectual being, then those are the ones that we want to compare it to now. So um, let's start with what Jewish believe about Jesus. Okay. And again, this goes back to basic logic, basic philosophy. Okay. Where Something cannot be A and not A at the same time. So what am I saying? Basically, I'm saying someone cannot be a person and not be a person at the same time. Okay, that's an impossible thing to happen. You can um, you can say that something was something and then something, but not the complete opposites at the same time. Okay, so now what Jewish um, people believe is that Jesus was not God. As a matter of fact, they crucified him because he was sentenced to falsifying the Messiah and to um, impersonating basically the Messiah. He was considered a blasphemer for saying that he was God. So Jesus is not fully God to those who um, are who practice Judaism. So it wouldn't make any sense to say that Judaism and Christianity are the same when foundationally they're complete opposites. As a matter of fact, Jewish people believe that Malachi was the last prophet and that Jesus was not even a prophet. 
Jesus was nobody, basically. He was a blasphemer, a criminal, and he deserved to be crucified. That's basically who Jesus was. He was considered a false messiah. So if Jesus, if the Jesus that Jewish people recognize was not fully God and the and Christianity is founded on the person of Jesus being recognized as fully God and fully man, those two things matter, then they cannot be foundationally the same thing. It would make absolutely no sense to say that because then we would be saying that it would be possible for Jesus to be fully God and not God at the same time. And that makes no sense. Basically, one of those religions have to be right. Either Christianity is right about Jesus being fully God or Judaism is right about Jesus not being fully God. But they can't both be right at the same time. So basically, foundationally, these religions are complete opposites. It does not make any sense whatsoever to say that they are essentially they're the same thing. Are there similarities? Absolutely. But if we cannot say that these two religions are true at the same time. So the next religion after that we would be left with comparing Christianity to is with the other religion that ha- that claims to believe in a God who is um, a personal God an intellectual being who reasons. Um, And this would be the God of Islam. I can actually pronounce Islam, okay? So I'm not going to struggle with that one. At least I hope not. Um, But he is actually, um, Jesus is actually considered a messenger of God in Islam. And this would be what Christians call a prophet in in actually in Islam, he's actually called a prophet as well. He is considered to be a prophet because he was a messenger of God. Now, here's the thing though. They do not believe that Jesus is God. They believe that that was all he was, a prophet. Okay. Now, here's the same exact problem we're presented with. Jesus is considered to be fully men as a prophet, but not as God. Okay. So again, the religion of Islam is claiming that Jesus was not God, which is completely opposite to what Christianity claims that Jesus is fully God and fully man. We have a problem here once again. Because then we're going and declaring that if Christianity and Islam are essentially the same thing and that they're both true, then we are saying illogically that Jesus is God and not God at the same time. Okay, now um, for Judaism, Jesus is, is dead. He, he did not rise. Um, they can't explain what happened to the body, of course. They have no clue what ha- happened to the body, but... To them, Jesus is dead. For um, Islam, Jesus is was actually neither killed or crucified. He was just lifted into heaven alive. Okay, 
So basically completely opposite to what has been historically documented throughout all of history, which is that Jesus was actually crucified. There is no possible way that you can historically deny that Jesus was not crucified. Now, what they claim is um, what some uh, claim. And if just like in Christianity, there's like so many denominations in Islam, there's all these different sects, sects, I would say that you can call them. So there's different groups of Islam and and they believe tend to believe different things just like how it happens in in Christianity. So you have these sects that believe different things. And so in in Islam you have um Jesus um not either not being killed or crucified for some and some do say that Jesus was um crucified and that Basically, he made it seem like he was crucified to his enemies, but in reality, he was lifted into heaven alive. Okay. So, in some, you have Jesus, I think, I think it's that he fainted and then was lifted into heaven. Um, but I can't, I can't, I can't, don't quote me on that. I, I actually can't remember exactly. Um, but the point is that. Um, all Muslims believe that Jesus never actually died, that he was lifted into heaven alive. Okay. So here's another problem. For us, the resurrection is key to Christianity. So um, saying that Christianity and Islam are essentially the same thing and that they're both true would be declaring that Jesus died and resurrected, but that he never died as well. That's what you're saying. Because since you're saying that both religions are true, then you are saying that those true essential beliefs, foundational beliefs that they have are true. That would make no sense for Christianity and Islam to both be true. Not even foundation foundationally um, the same, because that foundation of Christianity is already which is the foundation of Christianity, is already opposites in both religions. So there you have it. The only question I needed to ask was, who is Jesus? Who is Jesus to um, Judaism? Who is Jesus to Islam? Who is Jesus to Christianity? And just by asking that question, I can foundationally prove, I can prove that foundationally those three religions are not the same. All three are not true. But my favorite part about this argument that all religions are true, that all religions are basically true, is that if that was the case, then this is the premise that you're declaring. Are you guys ready for this? I love this part. I always end with this when I'm talking about this because it really opens up people's eyes to see how much this argument makes no sense. Okay, so here it is. The first premise would be all religions are true. Okay, the second premise would be Christianity is a religion. 
So then your third premise and conclusion would be, you guessed it. Therefore, Christianity is true. And guess what Christians believe? That Jesus is the only way to heaven. So we would be right anyway. That is the problem with that prem- with that statement of saying that all religions are true. Because we Christians believe that Jesus is the only way to heaven. So if you're saying that all religions are true and Christianity is a religion, then Christianity is true. And if you don't like that, then guess what? I'm not the one who's I'm not the one who's excluding all other religions only. I'm not the only one who is excluding anyone. Um, uh, you are excluding Christianity. So if you are if you're accusing me of excluding all other religions from being correct, which I am, <laughs> I mean, that's really as Christians, that's what we are saying. But if you are accusing me of, oh, look at how, um, look at how, I don't know, selfish you are for not um, including all the other religions and you are excluding them, then I can accuse you as well for excluding Christianity um, from being true because you're the one who's saying that all religions are true. And if all religions are true, Christianity is true because Christianity is a religion. So what's the problem? But then, of course, that does not make any sense. And they wouldn't like that because what they want to eliminate is saying that Jesus is the only way to heaven. Because that makes us so intolerant and, well, allows them apparently to be intolerant of the fact that Jesus is the only way of to heaven. But anyway, that would be another podcast to tar- to talk about those self-defeating statements which I absolutely love to talk about. But that will be for another day. And with that, please do not forget to follow my social networks on Twitter and Instagram. It's verdaderamente p in Spanish and it's truthfully think in English. I think I said tr- truthfully thinking the last time, but it's not truthfully thinking. It's truthfully think. Um, And with that, I say goodbye to all my truth-seeking mates, wishing that your minds gradually understand the truth is a Christian's priority, even if it hurts and makes us uncomfortable, but practicing truth will make us better servants of our Lord. Thank you again, and until next time.